The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Welcome to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with Rebecca Hall Greider. In our program each week, we provide the tools, ideas, and encouragement to help you move ahead on your journey, becoming a more powerful and impactful woman in your own life. Now here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. Welcome to the show, everyone. I hope that you're having an amazing day. I'm honored to be connecting with all of you today. As we are shifting from summer, we're at the last segment of summer, moving into fall. And I think it's a really great opportunity for us to take a breath together, to really lean in and think about as we move into fall, as we move into that last part of the year, if we look back at the beginning of the year, have we moved forward on those things that matter most to us? Have we stretched a little bit beyond our comfort zone? Have we actually been willing? Here's an extra credit bonus opportunity question. Have we been willing to be the first at something? Have we been willing to pave that way for someone who may come behind? And if the answer is no, or I haven't thought about it, I want to encourage you to do that. We have an amazing guest today who has been the first paving the way for many, many people. It's a powerful woman that's in a high-profile leadership position that has leaned in and been willing to take that stand, been willing to be the first, has been willing to pave the way for so many more that are coming after her. And I don't want to take away uh, from her sharing in her own words some of those things that she has been the first of. But I met her at the California Women's Conference here earlier this year, and I was so touched by her being so approachable in such a high-profile position and a passion to really make a difference. And when she shared with me to always be willing to be first, I thought, oh, my goodness, if I can have her on the show, (laughs) I would love to do that. (laughs) So, Commissioner Mignon Clyborne, thank you so much for joining us today. (laughs) It is absolutely my pleasure to be with you. Mm. And as we lean into this conversation, I want everyone that is listening in today or listening to the replay, I want you to get the most out of our time together today. So let's pause, take a breath, clear the space, be ready to receive what's really going to be poured into our heart, into our spirit today. And I hope stretch and challenge us a little bit. We have choices that we get to make every day. We have 24 hours, and I want us to be choosing to live on purpose and with purpose, to step forward, to stretch where we're called to stretch, to pave the way where we're called to make a difference, to be willing to go somewhere we haven't gone before, and then be willing to reach back and help another. I want that for us. 
But that means we have to be willing to lean in. We have to be willing to let others walk beside us, others cheer us on, others pour into us. So let us pour into you today to encourage, empower, and inspire you. So as we do that, those of you who are driving, please stay safe, both hands on the wheels, no texting and driving, just inwardly tuning in. Those of you who are able to, though, I invite you to clear the space around you. Lean back in that chair. Take a big belly breath. See how big you can make your belly. Breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth, like through a straw. Keep doing that. This actually lowers our cortisol level brings us very present so we're here both in body mind and spirit (laughs) not just in body put one hand on your heart one hand on your head bringing all of you in mind body soul and spirit take that breath again close your eyes you're absolutely safe and here's what I want to ask you today what is it that you need what is it that will encourage, empower, inspire you to stretch a bit, to be willing to be first, be willing to pave the way for another. What is it that you need that will support you today and are willing to receive? Two different questions. (laughs) What is it that you need and are willing to receive? I invite you just to feel into that. See what the answer is. And with that, I want to invite you to actually set an intention. Let's set an intention today. That not only are you identifying what you need, are willing to receive it, but you're willing to move forward with it. That you're going to take action based on what you receive today which means we need to open our ears be willing to really lean in and listen because it is not an accident you're here today it's not an accident you're tuning in there is something for you here so be willing to receive be willing to take it forth with you back out into the world let's breathe that in let's open up our eyes I invite each of you to write down whatever it was that was laid on your heart that you need, are willing to receive, and are setting an intention around taking action based on that. We're going to bring movement (laughs) into what you receive today. Beautiful. And I invite you to write it down because it's so easy when we get back into the hustle and bustle of life to forget whatever it was that we needed. (laughs) And then it's difficult to recognize it even when it's right in front of you. So I want to invite you to write it down. Keep it top of mind. Be anticipating receiving whatever it is you need. And our desire today is that our conversation will help support you in that. It will provide you something, that spark, that piece of insight, that piece of information that will help move you forward, bring that intention into reality. Let's take a breath together again. Wonderful. And with that, 
I wanted to take a moment and just see what was laid on your heart, Commissioner. Did you have anything just as we pause for a moment and were women connecting around the world that touched your heart that you wanted to share with us today? Well, when I listened to your opening, it made me think about a woman I met in my, I think, early teenage years. I mean, mm-hmm. her name, uh, for those uh, who know a bit about uh, American politics in the um, 60s, 70s, and 80s, was Shirley Chisholm. Now, mm-hmm. Shirley Chisholm, um, those especially familiar with New York politics, uh, was the first African-American woman elected to Congress in the U.S., and she was actually the first woman to seek her party's presidential no- nomination. Mm. And the reason why when I heard you speak, I thought about her and she said these words. You don't make progress by standing on the sidelines, whimpering and complaining. You make progress by implementing ideas. And I thought about what you were saying in, in terms of, you know, how we need to be at a certain state of mind and a state of place and a state to enable a state of being. And I think about this woman who, when I looked at her, I don't even know if she was 110 pounds, but she (laughs) was such a powerful force um, because she was so definite in speech and stature and standing. And I looked at her and I felt like there was absolutely nothing, you know, that I was incapable, you know, I was incapable of doing. And so uh, when you, you know, people in forces like that in your lives, you know, um, you know they, they come across at times that you don't know it. I met her in an airport in Columbia, South Carolina, um, you know, did not know the great person that I was meeting and what she would mean to me um, at the age in which now I am when I might have met her. That these people and these forces come into our lives and they forever change us. And if we allow them to, they change us for the better and they help us order our steps. Oh, so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. And I love this. It's not by whimpering on the sidelines and complaining, but really being willing to implement ideas and and bring that forward. And how inspiring. I, I love that. When you were sharing how she was not even, you know, maybe 110 pounds, I was thinking my grandma's <laughs> quite petite as well. <laughs> and my, my dad my dad always called her compressed big. So there's a lot of oh, power wonderful. in this small petite package. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, love that. So no matter our size, <laughs> we can be that powerful force in each other's lives by really willing to implement and share and pour into each other. So thank you for sharing that story. Really beautiful, beautiful moment. And listeners, what is touching your heart? Is there someone that has um, inspired you in your life? One of those moments you you met in the airport. So I'm thinking, was there (laughs) one of those quote-unquote chance encounters? (laughs) I don't believe any of it's chance. That you run across someone that um, gave you a new perspective, inspired you, expanded your world. I want to encourage you to reflect on that for a moment and perhaps even let them know. Sometimes we don't know the impact we have on another and what an encouragement it is to have someone remind us or reflect that back to us and let us know. 
what was laid on my heart is I had this um, really special weekend, actually. my We just had our Summer Star event. We're recording the show a little bit in advance. And for the first time ever, my grandmother came. And she's oh, the one who's mentioning that, that compressed big. She is somebody that has so inspired me. And when Grandpa had passed away, she moved in with us. And I found, I got to know her as a woman. Not just as a grandmother, but as a woman. And we'd laugh together. We'd watch all movies together. We'd go on walks together. We just had this beautiful, powerful relationship. And one of the most profound things she taught me was to not ask for permission. She used to do things and stretch and and try new things. And when I'd go, Grandma, I don't I don't know that that can be done or people don't do that. She'd go, Yeah, what are they going to do? I'm the grandma. <laughs> <laughs> she fully embraced that. And when I look back at that period in her life, that's how she embraced all of it. You know, she learned how to drive. She got a silver sports car. Goes twenty five. Wow. <laughs> she, Wow. Learned how to line dance. She learned how to do the books. All these things that um, during this really difficult time of no longer being a we, she became um, a, um, a single when she had been a couple and mm-hmm. was brave and courageous and willing to discover who that was, who she is, where she starts and stops. And so to me, it was really special to have my event and she stopped by as a surprise <laughs> which I was so touched to be able to honor her and celebrate the impact that she had not only on me, but all of those that I get to share her story with. Just like you, Commissioner, as you're sharing this story out and it's echoing, um, we have this privilege and honor to bring those legacies forward and impact lives and hearts around the world. And listeners, we all have that opportunity to touch another life heart by heart, soul by soul, by being willing to share our wisdom, our insights, the lessons we have learned with each other. As we go into our first commercial break here, I want to invite you to stay present. Don't run off trying to cross things off the to-do list and get distracted. Stay really present. Give yourself the gift of these two minutes just for you to process what is being placed on your heart to be prepared for where our next segment is going to lead and what is going to be poured into you, heart, mind, soul, and spirit, because we all can be the first in another's life and impact another. And I want you equipped and empowered and willing to do that. We'll look forward to talking to you in just a moment. This is Voice America Women. We are leaders in the forward movement of women's success. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. 
Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. With the great reveal, be ready to be inspired, awed, and motivated in your life by immersing yourself in psychology, neuroscience, mind-body interaction, and spiritual practices to elevate your journey to business and personal success. From ancient practices to scientifically-based cutting-edge techniques, guests will share strategies and methods to enlighten and empower you to design the life you desire and deserve. Visit thegreatreveal.com. Spread positive change. Tune in to the Just Jan TV Show at JustJanTVShow.com. Visionary women's leader Jan Jorgensen is inspiring, practical, and visionary. Jan brings us everyday transformational emerging leaders courageously changing the world by speaking and living their truth. Sit around the table with us for profound feminine wisdom, insights, and connection. Be sure to join us at JustJanTVShow.com. New episodes are every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time at JustJanTVShow.com. Are you ready for your rush of success? I'm Jim T. Chong, the walk star. And I'm Cami Ferry, the theater queen, the host of Rush Hour for Success on Money 105.5 on Thursdays and Fridays at 2 p.m. It's about getting entertained and getting solutions for your success in life and business. Visit us on Facebook at Money 105.5 FM Rush Hour for Success or download the Money 105.5 app on your phone for the live stream. That's Thursdays and Fridays, 2 p.m. Pacific Time. Get entertained. Get educated and get your rush on Rush Rush Hour Hour for Success. This is Voice America Women. We are leaders in the forward movement of women's success. You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed those two minutes just for you. I invite you to build that into your life and you're going to have an opportunity to explore those two minutes and build that muscle of pausing and processing real time throughout our show. I invite you to do that because when we're willing to be present and pause and process what you're hearing, what's being poured into you will actually become part of you and you're able to go back out in the world having things processed on a cellular level. So I invite you to do that. So you don't have to add things to the to-do list. We can start doing these things right now. Oh, welcome back. Now, you got to hear a little bit of our commissioner's heart in the opening segment and an impactful moment for her. But I wanted to make sure all of you know who we're talking to and you know a little bit about her. So let me read her bio. The FCC Commissioner Mignon Clyborne of the United States is serving as a Democrat on the commission for which she was sworn in following her renomination by the president and confirmation by the U.S. Senate. 
She began her service at the FCC in 2009 after spending 11 years as a member of the 6th District on the Public Service Commission of SC. A longtime champion of consumers and a defender of public interest, Clyborne considers every commission proceeding with an eye towards how it will affect every American. She is a strong advocate for enhanced accessibility and communications for disabled citizens and works closely with representative groups for the deaf and hard of hearing. She has fought to promote strong competitiveness competition across all communications platforms, believing that the more robust and competitive the marketplace, the less need there is for regulation. However, when the market is not adequately addressing consumer concerns, she is an outspoken champion for smart, targeted regulatory action. So please lean in and warmly welcome the amazing FCC Commissioner Mignon L. Clyburn. Welcome. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I need you to travel with me and talk to my mother about uh, about your introduction. And, <laughs> you know, I don't think she realizes it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure to get a copy. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, I love goodness. that. <laughs> Beautiful. I am always uh, the, the the daughter, and that's it. So um, uh, I accept my fate. It's fine. <laughs> well, I love it, and I'm so glad that you're here. And anytime you want me to repeat that intro, I am happy to. Thank <laughs> you. Happy to support. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I wanted to take a moment and just look at. Because you are in this this high-profile position. You have this long history of moving forward. You've, you've taken on this role in politics. You've taken on this role in leadership and in communication. And to me, there is a lot of passion behind that and a lot of drive that it takes to keep stepping into those places and keep stepping into these leadership roles and leading our country even in these things. And I wanted to know why. Why are you so passionate about the work that you're doing? I would love to know. Because the only thing, the only real thing that separates us from what we want and what we need is access. Access is power, as you know, and one of the main tools that will enable access is our communications device. I know people might not think about it, but that, that device is powerful. And with a fully functional device that has a dial tone and that is connected to the Internet, Everyone has a voice. They can speak. They've got access to content, information, and resources that could empower and improve their lives. So I am passionate in this communication space because I know a couple of things. One, not everyone has the same opportunities to realize these incredible benefits. You talk about people with disabilities. We could talk about, uh, you know, people in rural America. We can talk about people in urban communities that might have economic challenges. We are not created equal in terms of access and opportunities. So one of the reasons why you have a government entity here uh, that is about bridging and connecting America through communications means is that we know that with a more level playing field, all of us benefit. If each of us is connected, 
uh, to um, each other by way of communications and connected to the tools and the information that we need to empower and enrich our lives, then we are all better off. And so I'm passionate about that because, um, you know, I know that with good government intervention and partnerships that we can create tremendous opportunities in rural communities and urban communities and communities in between. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And listeners, I want you to hear her clarity and why she knows her why, right? And knows why she's doing it and has a vision. And she's able to share that vision with us so that we can see it. And that is powerful in and of itself. And I want you all to think about that. Are you, do you have that clarity? Are you able to express your why? Do you know what your why is? Because I believe that's core to being able to step forward, being able to take action, You need to know your why. So thank you for sharing yours and all that you're looking. Well, I know that's not all, but some of what you're looking forward to bringing forward and creating for all of us. It drives and it motivates. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. I grew up in a community um, that was, um, you know, a pretty mix by way of economics. Um, You know, a couple of blocks over, there were people that I know, um, you know, might have qualified for public assistance. A couple of blocks over the next way, uh, the next way, you know, we had, you know, the doctor, you know, living in the community. And so what you saw from that, from that mix of, of individuals is that, you know, everyone has different needs. And we need to make sure, especially if you're in government or, or if you are, you know, working in your uh, religious communities, that you meet those persons' needs. They're all not the same. They're not your needs. Um, and so, um, you know... You know, being compassionate and committed, um, you know, to improving your communities, that is what has driven me uh, to public service. You mentioned it's been almost 19 years for me um, in this official capacity. But to be honest with you, I grew up in this realm. I remember mm-hmm. my grandmother, who was not so tall, um, who <laughs> she, um, we would go visit her neighbors because my grandmother never learned how to drive. So mm-hmm. when I came of age, I had to be the driver. And I would go to their friends' homes. Um, and every time she would leave, and this always stuck with me. I might have mentioned this when we met. Mm-hmm. Every time we would leave someone's home, she would shake their hand, but she would slowly move her hand back. And you had to be really, um, you know, uh, vigilant. You really had to look. But what she did is she left a couple of dollars in everyone's hand that she passed through. Now, my mm-hmm. grandmother actually qualified for those services but was too proud to accept them. But she always left a couple of dollars behind because that was our way. Um, I learned from that, and that was her way of showing that it is the community, it's, it's the community's responsibility to look out for the other members of the community. And we all have the capacity to do so. I might not be rich but I have the ability to leave a couple of dollars behind to come by to see you and make sure you're okay, to ask if you need anything, you know, furniture moved or anything. You have the capacity to contribute. I learned that from her, and that's why I've spent, I think I spent this long period of time in public service. Thank you for sharing that. And what a powerful reminder that we all have the ability to make a difference and to help, but we need to be willing to do it and to lean in and share and support and check on one another. It's not someone else's responsibility. It's ours. 
And we have the opportunity to lean in and do that. Now, we're getting ready for our next commercial break. And I wanted to see if you had something, Commissioner, that you wanted to share for us to think about during this next break. I want us to think about women and their Mm -hmm. role and their capacity. Um, Mm -hmm. We have some really unmet needs and we have some unmet potential that I want us to talk a bit more about uh, when it comes to the communication space. So when it comes to being entrepreneurs, um, creators, and the like, um, we have not not reached anywhere our fullest potential in terms of participation. So I want us to talk a bit about that when we go into the next segment. I I love this. And I know when we met before at the conference, you had shared some statistics. And I didn't know if you had that information just to give us kind of a feel if we're looking out in in the world of media, um, how that's looking as far as women and and, um, where there's some opportunity. I will say to you that, you know, women Mm -hmm. make up half of the population, as we know. Mm -hmm. They make up half of the communications uh, graduates. But according to uh, the more recent survey that I've seen, they only make up 31% of the TV news directors and 20% of the general managers, even though they make up 40% of the workforce. So we've got a lot of work to do when it comes to inclusion and opportunities, and we need to talk more about that and figure out how we move those numbers up. Perfect. Beautiful. Thank you. So listeners... You have lots to think about (laughs) as we go into this next commercial break, these next two minutes. I want you to really think about this, not just outside you, somewhere else, someone needs to step up, (laughs) but how about you? Are you someone that is feeling a call or are willing to step forward a little bit more? Are you willing to step into a leadership position in something that matters to you? Are you willing to kind of lead the way? Are you willing to be more visible? Are you willing to step forward and share your voice? Are you feeling that pull? I'm not asking how. How can always be figured out. It is, are you willing? And then we figure out the how. So let's take these two minutes to sit with that, think about that, see what's placed on your heart, and we'll look forward to talking to you in just two minutes. This is the Voice America Women's Channel, where your success is limitless. Are you ready for your rush of success? I'm Jim Chichong, the walk star. And I'm Cammie Ferry, the theater queen, the host of Rush Hour for Success on Money 105.5 on Thursdays and Fridays at 2 p.m. It's about getting entertained and getting solutions for your success in life and business. Visit us on Facebook at Money 105.5 FM Rush Hour for Success or download the Money 105.5 app on your phone for the live stream. That's Thursdays and Fridays, 2 p.m. Pacific time. Get entertained, get educated, and get your rush on Rush Rush Hour for Success. Tune in to the Just Jan TV Show at JustJanTVShow.com. Visionary women's leader Jan Jorgensen is inspiring, practical, and visionary. Jan brings us everyday, transformational, emerging leaders, courageously changing the world by speaking and living their truth. Sit around the table with us for profound feminine wisdom, insights, and connection. Be sure to join us at JustJanTVShow.com. New episodes are every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time at JustJanTVShow.com. With a great reveal, be ready to be inspired. 
awed and motivated in your life by immersing yourself in psychology, neuroscience, mind-body interaction, and spiritual practices to elevate your journey to business and personal success. From ancient practices to scientifically-based cutting-edge techniques, guests will share strategies and methods to enlighten and empower you to design the life you desire and deserve. Visit thegreatreveal.com. Spread positive change. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. This is the Voice America Women's Channel, where your success is limitless. You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. So what was placed on your heart in those two minutes? Did you feel a little bit of a pull? Is there perhaps a way that you can help a neighbor, that you can lean out, support, check on someone? If this is really personal. It's not someone out there. Someone else needs to do this, <laughs> that, you know, complaining and whining on the sidelines. Someone needs to, to take care of this. We have an opportunity to lean in and be part of the solution. And I want to encourage you to be willing to do that. Be willing to step into those places of leadership to bring forward those things that matter most to you. Those things, the, the voices of women also need to be heard. There's a gap as, as the commissioner was sharing. There's opportunity here to bring it even more into balance and all of us can be part of that. So I want to encourage you to be thinking about that as we continue our conversation. Now, as we're thinking about this, and we have been talking about how we can step forward, we've been talking about a bit of this gap that we're seeing in media and in leadership with women and some opportunities that we have there. Do you have a piece of advice or a reminder that you would like to share with us? Well, one one of the things that I see um, Mm -hmm. is if you look at women-owned businesses, Mm -hmm. we have a tendency to hire other women. We do a better job of being more inclusive in terms of, you know, other women. So one of the reasons why I talk about uh, the communication space, particularly in the media, why Mm -hmm. it's so important for women to be more included is that it's because it elevates the voice and the concerns of women when it comes to policy. And, of course, this all would be uh, in response and in support of our upward uh, mobility. So the representation and voice when it comes to women in the media and other industries, you know, they absolutely matter. Because if there are more women in upper management, 
if there are more women in decision-making positions, then there will be more opportunities, and we will have a different look in um, a landscape and presentations when it comes to news, when it comes to information, you know, when it comes to technology, all of it. You can replace media. You can replace education. You can replace the discipline. If it's not inclusive, then we're going to fall short when it comes to educating, informing, you know, creating the types of technological devices needed to meet particular needs. If 100% of the inventors or the uh, technologists are men, then it's going to be very difficult to um, to have um, uh, you know devices and, and, and products made for women. I thought I heard a story mm-hmm. uh, once when I was look, look, listening and reading about some of the creative women that were early um, you know in our history. And one of the things struck me that when they were coming up with seatbelt devices, I don't know if you've seen this. You remember the stories where we could we found that. Um, you know, women, you know, smaller proportion people were being actually mm-hmm. hurt when the, you know, devices yes. were pulled back. Why was yes. that? Because it was built for a 160, 70, 80 pound man. And if you, if our proportions are different, then when that seatbelt, you know, attempts to do what it does if you're in a collision, then it is going to negatively impact, you know, um, you know your, um, your the organs and the other parts of your body. So if you have um, a way to make things more contoured and more tailored uh, to individual, um, you know, experiences and individuals' physiques and the like, then you are more likely to come up with products that will protect um, um, and and, and really complement, you know, uh, all of us. And so that is why it's also important um, on the media side, on the technology side, on the education side, to be inclusive of, um, you know, of women, because then there will be, you know, again, products and delivery, um, you know, items and services uh, that will be tailored uh, to clearly half of this population, and that is important for all of us. I agree. And I would also, as I'm sitting with this and thinking about what you're sharing, I also think the more culturally diverse that we can be, the more experiences that we can tap into from different perspectives, including male and female and all, I feel like that's going to bring about even better and better. And we all are blessed by that because all of us have um, gifts and talents and abilities and perspectives and different ways that we can look at things both from the gender and from um, cultural backgrounds and experiences that when we can bring that richness together, I think we all win and all of those voices are important. Absolutely. You know, one of the places where it's easy to see that it needs to be more widespread is think Mm -hmm. about our entertainment, particularly music. You see, um, you know, a lot of the blending of cultural influences, a lot of the lyrics. Now, I might not, you know, be in tune with all of the lyrics, but, you know, that's, that's my prerogative, <laughs> right? Um, yep, yep. Uh, but, we all have know, choice all, in that. <laughs> right? Yeah, um, you know, but all of these things are important because they show the richness and talents of all of us. And so yes. that is why it's important when we talk about, you know, a lot of people get uncomfortable talking about diversity and inclusion, but it should be a part of our DNA because it always, always builds and brings, uh, you know, better products and services to the market, um, and it is always more economically, uh, it, it, it pays off for all of us uh, when that is a part of our DNA. And at the FCC, I think we have a role to play in this. 
Now, I can, you know, our role is sometimes a little technical and, and sometimes, you know, we uh, put people to sleep when we talk about it. But when you talk about owning, you know, radio and television properties and, and, and what that can mean in terms of, you know, communities and serving communities, when you're talking about, you know, something is sort of esoteric called spectrum, which is the lifeblood of making sure you can speak on your cell phones, if there are more opportunities in those spaces, if the FCC is a part of the solution, talking about tax certificates that would give incentives to those who are currently holding those properties, that if they want to sell them, that they would get a sort of an economic incentive to do so, and that would create more inclusion and diverse voices and spaces, those things are positive. So these are the types of things we can talk about, we should, should push our uh, regulators to do, what can we do uh, to make sure uh, that uh, we use the word ecosystem a lot, so forgive me, mm-hmm. make sure that this media and technology ecosystem is more inclusive in order to provide the types of goods and services for those with disabilities, you know, those in urban communities, those who grow, grew up and are uh, growing up in, in rural communities, how can we all benefit um, from what um, these 20 first century offerings, um, you know, bring, um, you know, have to, uh, uh, you know, have to bring and enable, you know, us to uh, benefit from. And not everybody is wired the same way. And so not every company should have the same business plan. And if we have more uh, inclusive and diverse um, opportunities, it will address more people's needs. That's important. It is. It is. And listeners, I want you to be listening to the passion, the heartbeat and and what she is sharing that we can. I I think sometimes we look at government officials or organizations as they're out there and separate. And actually, I'm appreciating the heartbeat that you're sharing with us and how you're sharing how important these things are to be looking at, to be paying attention to, to structuring things in a way that it's more inclusive that we're able to reach more people and listeners be thinking about this personally too around the world how are we doing that are we remembering to do that are we reaching out are we having diverse cultures and backgrounds and perspectives and making things available on a higher level are we paying attention to that because we all can be part of this we can all move forward in this but it does take coming together it means remembering our why being willing to step into leadership being willing to take action implement ideas not just sit on the sidelines well we're getting ready to go to our next commercial break here and commissioner i wanted to see if you had something you wanted them to think about um, for those two minutes one of the things that is a barrier to entry when it comes to business no matter what it is is access mm-hmm. to capital. We need to really challenge our, uh, uh, you know, people in the financial space and challenge ourselves. How can we ensure that more people have access to capital, capital mm-hmm. to be able to buy, you know, properties, to be able to be a part of, of the, the technological and information age? And so we need to talk about, you know, what the biggest barrier is, and one of the biggest barriers is access to capital. So how can we fuel and encourage um, more lenders? Uh, to be a part of the conversation. Beautiful. Thank you. So listeners, how can we be part of the solution? How can we 
make things more available. I even love going back to the conversation or the share that you had about your grandmother. I mean, it can start as simple as that, (laughs) of sharing a little bit here and there. And then on higher levels, as we have more available or we have more influence in certain areas, remembering that that capital and access to it can make a difference. And where are those dollars going? And are they supporting things that matter to us and to our communities and to what we're wanting to bring forward we get to be part of the solution we get to be willing to step forward I find so often people come to me or they like to whine and complain like you were opening in the opening segment (laughs) on the sidelines and um, point at what could be done or should be done or how they want things different and I want to share we can be part of making it different we can step forward on those things that matter to us and we get to and part of that is access and how are we supporting making things more available and are we willing to be part of that solution so be thinking about those things and what's being pulled on your heart to stretch and step forward a little bit to bring forward the things that matter most to you we'll look forward to talking to you in just two minutes this is voice america women we are leaders in the forward movement of women's success Tune in to the Just Jan TV Show at JustJanTVShow.com. Visionary women's leader Jan Jorgensen is inspiring, practical, and visionary. Jan brings us everyday, transformational, emerging leaders, courageously changing the world by speaking and living their truth. Sit around the table with us for profound feminine wisdom, insights, and connection. Be sure to join us at JustJanTVShow.com. New episodes are every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time at JustJanTVShow.com. Are you ready for your rush of success? I'm Jim Chong, the walk star. And I'm Cami Ferry, the theater queen, the host of Rush Hour for Success on Money 105.5 on Thursdays and Fridays at 2 p.m. It's about getting entertained and getting solutions for your success in life and business. Visit us on Facebook at Money 105.5 FM Rush Hour for Success or download the Money 105.5 app on your phone for the live stream. That's Thursdays and Fridays, 2 p.m. Pacific time. Get entertained, get educated, and get your rush on Rush Rush Hour for success. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. With the great reveal, be ready to be inspired, awed, and motivated in your life by immersing yourself in psychology, neuroscience, mind-body interaction, and spiritual practices to elevate your journey to business and personal success. From ancient practices to scientifically-based cutting-edge techniques, guests will share strategies and methods to enlighten and empower you to design the life you desire and deserve. Visit thegreatreveal.com. Spread positive change. This is Voice America Women. We are leaders in the forward movement of women's success.
You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you took those two minutes to really think about, remember those intentions we set in the beginning, that pausing and listening to what we need and are willing to receive, and then an intention for action tied to that. And we've been talking a lot about getting involved and taking action and movement, not just staying on the sidelines, but let's really be part of the solution. Let's be willing to lean in. And I want you to think for a moment, what is a step? What is one thing you can take for the conversation today to move forward in? Starting now, not not eventually, not someday, not when you're feeling ready, because we need to stop getting ready to get ready to someday be ready. But what are you willing to step forward, perfect in your imperfections, you're willing to create movement around? And what's really laid on my heart, we were talking a little bit behind the scenes about um, in our final time together, what we wanted to focus on and and talk about. And there's just so many things (laughs) that we could share. And what is really laid on my heart is going back to this conversation. This is one of the conversations, um, Commissioner, you and I had at the California Women's Conference. And we started talking about the firsts. And you have been the first in a number of areas. And I wanted to see if you could share just a little bit of that and what it's like, because that takes a lot of courage, not only to be in the leadership position you are in now and to be bringing forward the things you're bringing, but to be first, to pave the way. And if many of our listeners are looking at stepping forward or getting involved or being part of this, they're going to be treading some new territory. (laughs) They're going to be a first. Can you share a little bit of your heart around that and what piece of advice and what it was like um, Mm. in some of those moments and some advice that you could share with us around that? So the first word that comes to mind is um, frightening. It was mm. very scary. Um, I, I can't, um, you know, minimize uh, the amount of fear I felt. Uh, you know, when you've got people hanging on your every word, and and if you don't take yourself as seriously, you might say something, and you look, and it's in, a, in you know, in newsprint. Um, so that part about it is sometimes you go through stages of, um, you know, in terms of this evolution when you're a first. Um, you know, initially, um, you, you might be a bit euphoric. Um, honestly, you might read your own press releases and, and get kind of fooled by it and, and, and mm-hmm. balloon just a bit. So you go through phases of that. But if you're not wrapped up into your own ego, then you go to another phase that I mentioned that was really my first, and that was fear. Because you are wondering if you make one misstep, if that will, in essence, really, um, you know, put at risk anybody who comes, you know, who may come behind you. You don't want to be, you know, the, the, the first, you know, female, and then you do something wrong, and then no other female comes behind you. That would be absolutely tragic. So that, you know, sometimes fuels some of the fears. But if you embrace and understand it and really maybe kind of um, recalibrate yourself a little bit without giving up who and what you are, 
then you uh, 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 kind of get to the next stage of being yourself, uh, adopting and adapting to your environment, and really being true to your principles. You know, for me, it's about serving others. It's about serving others in a way in which is uniquely mine, which is not uniquely anyone else's, but that's okay. And you move to that phase, and then you recognize it is lonely being the first and only, and that is not what you should want. And so what you should be going into the next phase when you get your bearings is to be a mentor, a sponsor, one who will pull someone else you know, in with you, one who will lift other people around you in order to make sure that you are a part of um, you know, a, a, a pattern of a solution uh, that you would need some help in, in terms of bringing about. So to me, I went through different phases of that um, you know, evolution of, of, of being a first. And I became more comfortable in it and knowing that it does have a responsibility. You might uh, be, you know, are fearful at times, but you should make the most of it by leveraging the relationships, you know, being close to your family. And, uh, again, surrounding yourself with teammates and, and, and people who will, um, you know, push the envelope and create this baton for you to pass. Pass. Beautiful. And Ken, and I so appreciate you sharing with us so candidly around this because I hear fear all the time and I feel like the fear and how stops people. They're afraid or they think fear is bad. And I like how you're sharing that, yeah, it's there, but it, it doesn't stop you. And I love how tapping into the wine, remembering to bring others behind you. I just remember so strongly, echoed so powerfully in with me when you shared, always be willing to be first, but never be the last. Always be willing to reach that hand back. And I'm curious, is that part of what gives you the courage? Because I believe courage, you're still feeling the fear, but you face it anyway, (laughs) and you go through it. And what's on the other side, too? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's it's interesting to me when I knew I was going to speak to you again, I mm-hmm. thought about something that I'm not that comfortable with, and it's sort of the world of sports. And so mm-hmm. I, I thought about it in this way. So always remember that someone passed you a baton. When you grab that baton, you were not necessarily in the same position as the person that, was next, that is next to you on that track. The person advancing, if you look at those races, um, you know, uh, the person advancing on your right always looks like they are ahead of you. But that does not mean that they will cross the finish line before you. Each of Mm -hmm. us is destined to be something great. We have our individual paths and our lanes, you know, to follow that. But it's important that no matter what the, you know, we're going to have missteps, we're going to make mistakes, they're going to be road, uh, you know, blocks. What the most important next step after all of those things is your recovery. Your yes. recovery is your most important step. So I urge anyone who listens, and this is my North Star, to keep pushing forward, to hold on to that baton, and if by chance you run out of steam or run out of steps, be willing to pass that baton to others because it's about finishing the race. It might not be you that finishes that marathon or that race, uh, you know, uh, but it's about finishing the race. And if you truly are, um, you know, uh, are a person that wants to leave this world a better place and you found it, then you will be willing to grab onto that baton and when, you know, you have done all you can do, pass that baton, you know, for others, you know, to finish the race. It is about finishing the race and your leg of the race is the most important one uh, for you 
And with, without your leg of the race, then the other person can't pick up that baton and finish the race. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. And I, I just want to give a moment for that to sink in. And it's so powerful. And it, it shares with me also, as you're sharing, that it also means you're not alone. There's someone before and there's someone after. And you're responsible for your peace. But to trust that when it's time to pass that baton, they're there too. So do your part. Be willing to take. And don't leave anything on the table. Be willing to share at all. It matters. And know that the race will be completed as you pass that baton. It's not all on you. You have a team. You have a community. You have people running beside you and walking beside you and cheering you on. So thank you for sharing, for joining us today. What a gift. Listeners, I want you to take the baton. The show is coming to complete. We have run this leg with you and are passing that baton to you. I ask you to take it and to bring it out into the world that wherever you go, whatever you do, be willing to run the race. Bloom where you're planted and shine. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. Take care, everyone. Keep running. Keep sharing. Keep shining. Thank you for joining us this week for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider, next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Women's Channel. And join us for a replay of the show every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a beautiful week, and may you always bloom where you're planted and shine. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.